This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's sports talk show. This is my house. This is my house. I'm taking over, okay? Stephen A. and the crew. Listen Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Touchdown! It's a Sammy Watkins Palooza touchdown! Kansas City! According to Jim is your home for the McPherson Bullpups. Touchdown Bullpups! No flags on the play! It is 99 yards right up the seam! The big play threat from a season ago does it again! Everything happening in the sports world. Personal file. 69. Offense. He was giving them the business. And even some things not happening in the sports world. I tell you, I thought this morning I wasn't going to make it to this <laughs> afternoon. I, I haven't had many mornings like that in a long time. Now it's time for According to Jim. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Let's do this thing. Another edition of According to Jim right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Or for those of you listening online, worldwide at midkansasonline.com. I'm Jim Joyner. Joining me as always, the most popular man in the entire city of McPherson and maybe the most layered man in the city of McPherson, <laughs> Mr. Steve Sell. Steve, good afternoon. Good afternoon. You look a little chilly over it's there. It's cold outside. The weather outside is frightful. Yeah. And Steve's got one, two, three layers on. Is three there layers. a fourth one underneath that? No. You got the layers working today. Yeah. You look very fashionable, well, very you. trendy. Thank you. Are you back to normal? You have a, a regular feeling in your life again? A regular feeling in my life? Yeah. Why, why would you say that? Well, because I am back to normal today. Okay. You I do, feel like a regular have, you person. Seem to have a, well, I know why you're back to normal. It's Bullpup Football Thursday. Well, that. It is a Bullpup Football Preview Thursday, but I am better rested yeah. than I was yesterday or Tuesday. Well, Mark's back. You or Monday. Have, you don't have to get up in the middle of the night. I don't know how much Mark's wife loves him. I, I don't know if we can quantify the number, but whatever it is... Man, I was close. <laughs> I was close to whatever her number is and just saying, I need you back. I miss you, Mark. I would do anything for you to come back. I love you. I miss you. Yeah. I needed him because, yeah. whoo, yeah, 5.30, bad for Jim. Yeah. But I'm feeling good yeah, now. You had to come in and do the Mark in the Morning show, and and uh, while you were doing that, I was sleeping. <sighs> I wish I could have been sleeping, but I do get still pretty fired up. For a Thursday morning oh, yeah. when Coach Pav gets to come in. And, and he and I usually talk for 20 to 30 minutes. And right. sometimes it's about what other teams in the state are doing or whatever else is going on. But then we will record our pregame interview. And, and then I get him. Yeah, then you get him for a couple minutes. And I think that we can tell there is an excitement with that game that's coming up tomorrow night. Anytime it's McPherson Bueller, right. I think there is an excitement to it. But when you get two 4 0 teams, mm hmm. The excitement continues to build. And if you go to midkansasonline.com, I've got my column up on that. I had a yeah. column on Bueller Week earlier. You won't find it anywhere else. We are the only ones that are right now that have done a pre-seed on this game. Uh, you know, we're kind of hyping it up. You know, we want a lot of people to tune in tomorrow night. The, the people that don't go to the game, tune in. Uh, watch the streaming. It's going to be on the video stream. Yeah, if, if you haven't gotten the video stream, uh, if you don't know about it, contact the high school. They can They can get you lined up. But if you want to watch the game and you can't be there on your computer or wherever, you can just uh, call Shane Bakus. 
You know, it's for the kids, as Shane always says. I'm sure he loves this, just directing all the questions to him. Sure. You have a question on what time the broadcast starts? Yeah, call Shane. Call the school. <laughs> oh, you have a question about that interesting smell outside? Yeah, call Shane. Call the school. <laughs> well, we get calls all... It is unbelievable how many calls we get at the radio station. You know, why is it, Why is the grass a little brown out in south of town? <laughs> is, there a re- is there a reason it's wet outside? You know, we get some of the craziest questions from people. They I, Apparently, they think we are like, know-it-alls no and i they would no- never say that about us and i know nothing i i mean let's face it, i know next to nothing that's true steve did you get to watch the al wildcard game last night i did what'd you think i was surprised yeah your, your a's didn't really hold up their end of the bargain sean Manaya, former royal there are a lot of former royals in that game there were but the rays ran ended up winning 5-1 they hit several home runs, and, so, and the A's had a chance early, Steve. At yeah. the beginning of that game, they right. had the bases loaded, but Charlie Morton was able to get out of the jam, and pretty much from there on out, it was the Rays' game to lose. Well, I was watching, uh, pardon the interruption, and and Tony uh, Kornheiser. There you go. He said, Charlie Morton's going to be the man. And even though he kind of struggled a little bit, he got them to where they needed to be. Some guy named Yandi Diaz, I've never even heard of him. Yandi. Yandi. Yandi went yard to start the game. He went yard his second time up. Manaya gave up three home runs. I think in the first three innings it was 4-0. And the way Charlie Morton was dealing, it was basically over. So the Rays now play the Astros, the Yankees. and the It's tw- the orange juice game. You know why? I don't know. Because Minute Maid Park is where the Astros play. Right. That is an orange juice company. Okay. Tropicana Field is where the Rays play. Okay. That is an orange juice company. Okay. Battle of the Juice. The juice is loose. Well, it's you know, these these teams like Tampa Bay are kind of scary because, you know, they go with bullpens. They throw a ton of arms out there. Uh, they're not conventional. I don't know how many real starting pitchers uh, – Tampa Bay really has. It's like they have two or three actual starters and then like 10 relievers on their roster. And then, of course, the Astros have Verlander, Cole, and Grinky, which is one reason a lot of people are picking them to win. What was the guy's name? Trash Bag Max or something put $3.5 million on the Astros. And if he, Trash Bag Max? I can't, I'm not sure what his name was. They had some, they had some name for him. We put $3.5 million. Google. Uh, I'm gonna Google trash bag. Max, no, no, no. And I'm gonna don't, see what I, happens. I don't know if it's trash, but Google three million dollar bet on Houston, and it'll come up. Trash bag Max. It is looking at some Uline trash bags. No. Bagster from Amazon. That, maximum I'm, garbage bags. Well, go to three and a half million dollar bet on Houston. Million bet Houston. I kind of like Googling for trash bags. I don't. I don't think it's trash bag Max. Mattress Max. Mattress Max. There you go. I don't. I don't know where I got the trash bag. Trash bag Max. Yeah, you're close. Well, mattress Max. He's going to be living out of trash bags if he loses that bad. <laughs> he, he's going to lose. He's going to lose three and a half million dollars and be about as rich as I am. He's going to lose his mattress. Well, you you don't notice, but when you know, we do live in the same apartment complex. I try to make sure and go through the trash cans for food when you're not there. When that's true, you know, I saw you one time lurking. When, before you know, between since I'm between, sometimes I'm between paychecks. So we'll start calling you the raccoon. He's just out there <laughs> digging through the trash, and every now and then I got to go make a noise. I am in charge of the trash though of our apartment complex. That's right, Steve. Have you begun to think about this weekend for the Kansas City Chiefs? Have, I you start, have you started to think about I've had, it? I've had too much bullpup football, bullpup soccer on my mind. I really haven't given that much thought to the Chiefs. I know they're the Sunday night game. Maybe that's why I haven't. But uh, uh, Colts coming to town. Remember, they they were in a playoff game 
Was it last year? Was the playoff? Last year. Yeah, last year in the playoff Let's game. Let's not talk about the 38-10 to 10 playoff game no, from no. five years ago. No, but, but no Andrew Luck, which changes things. If Andrew Luck went against this defense, whew, Mahomes, he and Mahomes, you know, you know Patrick Mahomes being on Sunday night, he's going to do something special. What he do you could, think the Chiefs are favored by? I'd say five. More, really. That surprises me. Eleven. They are 11-point favorites. You give me the 11, I'll take the Colts. I'll give you 11 points. Will you give me 11? I'll give you 11. I'll take that. Vegas will give you 11. I'll take that. I do get the feeling, though, that the Chiefs are extremely, they're way better than Indianapolis. And remember, Steve, they had a bad week last week. They didn't throw a touchdown pass. But have the odds makers seen that defense? Holy cow. I get the feeling that the Chiefs are going to put up a bunch of points on Sunday night. Arrowhead is going to be rocking. The temperatures are going to be just a little bit cold. And the Colts lost to the Raiders last week. They didn't just lose. They lost bad. So that tells they me. They lost bad. And, see, and the Chiefs didn't. So it was had, just a seven-point game, but it was bad. You've got two teams that didn't play well last week. So that means I think both of them are going to bring their A game. And Sunday night, like I say, Patrick Mahomes always does something special. I wish the Chiefs would wear their all red. I'm a big I, fan of the all red. I love the all red in their night games. It just, it makes them look faster. And, of course, the cheetah. There's a chance that Tyreek Hill will be Tyreke playing. Tyreek Hill may be back. I would probably sit him out one more week. Since Is, I was going to ask you how you would handle that. I think, you know, as long as they're still undefeated, I wouldn't play him. I, I'd give him as much time as he needs. He's going to come back with fresh legs. You know he's just itching. He's itching to get out there and use that 4-2-4 speed, you know, uh, you know, that blazing speed that he has. And he, he's just he just he's like a caged cheetah. He wants to be unleashed. And you know Mitch is working on some new material for Tyreek Hill. I am still under the belief that Tyreek Hill is the one that separates this Kansas City Chiefs team. And Steve, when you look back at some of the Chiefs Patriots games over the last couple of years, and that's a theme that we've talked about a lot, is trying to compete against New England. Trying to whatever they do, it's a big chess match all year long. If they move the king into this spot, well, the Chiefs have got to move this piece over here. They've got to move their pawn here. And I think Tyree Kill is the piece that, even with New England's really, really good defense, he's always been able to have success against them. He has always been able to have big plays. And I think he's the guy that changes things he's, when they play New England. He's an X factor. He is he is the X factor. And there are several X factors. But, I mean Travis Kelsey's unbelievable. But he's so unique. I mean he's cuz he can come on the reverse, you know, he, he beats you deep. But all I know is about the, return. All I know about the Patriots is Tom Brady threw for 150 yards last week and he was my fantasy football quarterback. The sucker just killed me last week. It didn't make you very happy. It did not make me happy. All right, Steve, let's take our first break. When we come back, it's time to take a look at the McPherson Bullpups as it is a Bullpup football preview Thursday. McPherson Bueller, a little over 24 hours from right now. We'll talk about that next. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, The Fieldhouse Grill and Taps, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 12.30 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. 
We're back on a bullpup football preview Thursday this afternoon as McPherson will be taking on the Bueller Crusaders coming up tomorrow night. And Steve, what we think could be one of the biggest matchups in the state, a couple of 4-0 teams battling it out. And like I asked Coach Pav this morning and reminded him, there's a lot on the line tomorrow night, whether it is trying to maintain a league championship, whether it is trying to keep this winning streak against the Crusaders going, or whether it's trying to stay in first place in 4A West and maybe have a chance to be the top seed when the playoffs come around. There is just so much on the line tomorrow night. Yeah, and I talked to Coach Pav. You know, I, we talked about the league title, and, and I've said it before. You know, league titles are great, but they're like the uh, they're like the uh, forerunner to what you really want. They're, they're kind of the uh, uh, consolation prize, if you will. But, you know, the Bullpups have pretty much dominated Division Three in, in football other than a couple of years Bueller was really, really good. And, uh, uh, league, like I say, league championship secondary. The number one seed in the West. Now, that is what's really on it's the It's very line. important. It's very important because uh, for the, t- the team that ends up with the number one seed, which the Bullpups are, gets home field all the way through. And that's why the Bullpups, it's important if, if, if they win, should they win on Friday. Win by 13. Win by 13. So if, you know, it's late in the game and the Bullpups are up seven and you're trying to run the clock out and they're trying to score, you're going, God, just run the clock out. There's a reason why they're trying to score. Steve, I've got a couple of interesting notes for you. I'm sure you do. Number one is that McPherson has won three straight games against Bueller. In this series, they won both games in 2017. Of course, the regular season win, 33-21, and then the 15-14 overtime Jade win in the playoffs. Right. And then they won last season, 46-7. So they've won three in a row. McPherson has never beaten Bueller four times in a row. Right. No, no senior class has ever won four games against Bueller. So that is on the line. The other thing, too... The all-time series record between nine, McPherson nine. and Bueller, it is tied 9-9. So, whoever wins tomorrow night takes a hold of the bragging rights in the series. Yeah, and you know, really the early part of this series, Bueller dominated. Right. It was a Bueller domination, but the Bullpups, uh, for the last five, I believe, isn't that correct? For the last five for the Bullpups? For the last six. For the last six. So they have, you know, they've chopped into that. And last year's game, 46-7, um, uh, I can't remember. The, the starters only played, what? Did, it was about two and a half quarters. Two and a half quarters. I think they got it up to, what was it, 40? Well, it was 46 nothing. 46 nothing. And then Bueller scored one after the game already went into a running But that's clock. not going to happen this year. It's not going to be 46 nothing. I can tell you that right now. Bueller very much improved. They played a lot of young guys last year. Coach Pav, you know, he had his best coach speak on today. He's saying, this is a team we can lose to. He says, and that's what is firing our guys up. And really, this bullpup team needs this game. Right. Because they have played three straight running clock games, two games that went, you know, the starters only played, you know, to the half. Winfield, you know, it ended up going to running clock by the end of the third quarter. And they need a challenge. They need to kind of really see where they're at again. Uh, One thing Bueller's got going for them, great receiver. We haven't seen a great receiver this year. Uh, the one kid, what, Garrett was his name? It's Ty Garrett from Salinas. He South. wasn't bad, but he isn't what this uh, McCurdy kid for Bueller is. Brigham right? McCurdy, who has 11 catches for 306 yards and seven touchdowns. Yeah, seven touchdowns on 11 catches. That's a home run guy. They've got a good running back. Elliott, he's gained about 80, 85 yards a game. 
Uh, they got Sam Cruz back there. We're not sure who's going to be the quarterback. Uh, they had a kid named Miller started, got hurt. Uh, Neil came in. I think Miller's back. Is that right? Don't know. Don't know. Well, if, either way. Uh, we'll find out yeah. on Friday night. But if Neil's a quarterback, he's a sophomore. What we remember about him, he pitched against McPherson High's baseball team. As That's a freshman right. At, was it a no-hitter or one-hitter? I think hitter? he had a complete game shutout. Yeah, it was a complete game shutout. I can, for some reason, I was thinking it was a no-hitter, but it might have been a one- or two-hitter. But he's obviously you know, very mature for a freshman if he can be a baseball player and throw a shutout at the varsity level. So uh, I think he's the son of a coach, too. So I think that he's the son of the baseball coach at, you got at Bueller. It. So anyway, this is a Bueller team. Coach Pav raves about their physicality. He says they really bring it, and he wants the Bullpups to match up. And uh, I don't know if Cody Stufflebean still has his – does he have his number oh, on the board? Oh, he does. Okay. Cody it's Stuffle- down to one today. Yeah, Cody Stufflebean in Coach Pav's office has a number of days until the Bueller game, and he has been go. He goes in and he races it each day. And uh, he was pretty happy on last year's game. Yeah, he was feeling really good that day. He actually had a couple of catches in that game. This is a Bueller team that is that is interesting because they have some very good experienced players back, some older players that – played a ton last year, but this is also a group that has some very good young players, and Coach Pav has been telling me about their sophomore group for quite some time and how they are very strong, but this is also a Bueller team that has had to face a little bit of adversity this year in a couple of games. So last week against Mulvane, they were only up by one score late and had to score a touchdown to kind of seal the deal. Mulvane's an 0-4 team, and they've played a pretty tough schedule, but it's an 0-4 football team that is really dinged up. Then you look at Augusta. They did not blow away the no. Orioles. They won by 14, yeah. and it was close late. Yeah, you would have thought, you know, being a 4-0 team, Augusta this year's – well, Augusta's going to win some games just because they're going to beat Circle. They're going to beat Eldo. They have a great chance with Win Winfield and Augusta play this week, which will probably determine third place in the league because you have two 2-0 teams. 2-1-1. And the 0-2 teams, boy – that El Dorado Circle game, that's going to that's gonna be a real draw. But this is going to be a matchup where McPherson has to execute. And one of the things that I know this team will have to do tomorrow night, hold on to the football. Right. The Bullpups have been putting the ball on the ground a little bit, and they have not been getting off to good starts. Other than the uh, El Dorado game where they came out smoking, last week wasn't really what I'd call first three possessions – they had a touchdown, a turnover, and a three and out. So One thing I've noticed, Steve, with these teams the last two years is that the second quarter, they are really strong. Right. They have outscored their opponents in four games, 87-3 to in the second quarter. Last year, they outscored their opponents 268-16 to yeah. in the second quarter. They like to drop the hammer in the second quarter. And remember, the Bullpups are going to be home. It's homecoming. Uh, pray that it doesn't rain. I don't want to see rain spoil this. Uh, it's 40% chance, I believe, for tomorrow. I'm not sure how far the rain runs through. I know there's rain in the morning, but hopefully, you know, a clear out night. We want to we want a fast track. You know, we want to see those bullpup, sleek greyhound receivers. You know, s- you know, s- flash down the field and want to see Jacob File. You know, do his thing. Caleb Hoppus run over some people. Gus Ruddle stiff arm a guy, knock him down after his catch, you know, like we saw last week. But uh, I, I just feel like this is a game, if the Bullpups just play, I still think they're 21 points better. 
the interesting thing about this game to me, Steve, is I think it is a statement game for this McPherson team, and they do have a lot of respect around the state, but the one thing that people can say is, well, you've played a fairly easy regular season schedule the last few years and haven't been able to get it done. This could be a win against an undefeated 4-0 Bueller team that starts to open up some eyes. A dominating win. And some people say, okay, McPherson's legit. And I think that's part of the message that this coaching staff is saying, hey, if you want to prove to the rest of the state that you guys are here to win, go take care of business. Well, you know what Coach Pav said about last year? He said we were 0-1. He said we had one big game, and we did not pass the test in that game. Because he said the other games, those weren't big games. The one big game, we were 0-1, and we got to change that uh, perception. What's well, going to be a fun one tomorrow night at McPherson Stadium. Always a fun atmosphere between Bueller and McPherson. I'm sure it will be very civil. And I, I will say this. The, the interesting thing about this rivalry is that for Coach Pav and for Coach Warner down at Bueller, those guys talk all the time. There is no rivalry or tension between those two. No, and, it's the fans. And Coach Warner has always been great to me. So if if you're in the stands tomorrow night and you say, I hate that Bueller coach, just say, well, Jim said that he's nice. I'm, yeah. Okay, we'll, we'll take it easy yeah. on him. Yeah, they're good people down there. I, I know a lot of people down there. They're very good people. And, and sometimes I think it does, you know, rivalries get, you know, when the Indy and the Ville play now. Ooh. Now, I know that. Bueller and McPherson never have to worry about bricks getting thrown at their bus like I did when the Indy and the Ville played. Those days, I think, are long gone. But uh, really, uh, uh, it goes back to uh, uh, the time that they had the fire. Uh, and, the, and what was it? The Bueller superintendent or principal lost his house and the Bullpups uh, raised some money, you know, to help out. And I, th- and I think a lot of things, Justin Sizer now being the AD at Bueller, I think that's he and Shane Bakus are great friends, and and I think they've kind of gotten their heads together and say let's just you know let's be rivals on the field, but once the game's over, we can be friends. Let's just you know look at it that way. There you go. That's kind of the way you and I are, Steve. I'm a spiritual man. We're just friends on the air, rivals off oh, the yeah, air. Yeah. We'll take a break and wrap up today's show after this. You're listening to According to Jim, ninety six point seven FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, The Fieldhouse Grill and Taps, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Wrapping up today's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE, Steve. One of my greatest songs of all time. It is one of your favorite songs. A little REO Speedwagon. Golden Country. Tonight, Bueller Week gets going a little early before tomorrow's football game. And we're going. Bueller McPherson from Bueller. It's going to be a fun one between the 8-2 Bullpups and the 6-4 Crusaders. And another game that, similar to all the things and the narratives we just talked about with football, it's a bragging rights game, it is a, an important game for league, and it's an important game for the playoffs here in a couple weeks. And the Crusaders have owned the Bullpups the last couple years. so They won here 1-0 last year, and then the Bullpups lost to them in the regular season two years ago, but did win in the postseason. Right. But they're trying to get Bueller's number in the regular season and win a league championship tonight. Yeah, that you know that has kind of bothered Coach Adrian that 
you know, they've lost in the league to Bueller. Uh, you and I are going to go, we're going to make the short trip down there and I'll have a story up on midkansasonline.com. That's right. Uh, tomorrow. And, uh, really looking forward to that. Bueller week kicks off. I'm sure it'll be spirited. I'm sure we'll have a good bullpup crowd down there tonight in Bueller. It's a, it's a 630. 6, 6.30 game in Bueller, 5 o'clock for the JVs. So really excited. See, you know, Bullpup's soccer team wants to set the tone for the weekend. You know, it's it, it, this is a Bullpup team that, other than the, you know, the really low-level teams on the schedule, they don't really blow teams out. They win a lot of 2-0, 3-1 type games. But uh, this is one you'd really like to see the Bullpups, like, get a shutout, get a clean sheet. Clean sheet. There you go, Steve. I'm getting the lingo down. You're starting to figure it out. I've never under – I always kind of laugh at Coach Quint, Doug Quint out at Matt College. He always calls it the result. That side, not that team, that side's really good. That's that's that soccer lingo. Soccer lingo. Yeah. You got it. You're a soccer guy. Pitch. There you go. On the pitch. Tomorrow, Steve, we will talk more about McPherson and Bueller. We'll talk about KU and K-State this weekend. The Chiefs taking on the Colts. Any playoff games today? Is it Dodgers, Braves, any of those games? Yeah, NL side is playing today. Okay. Both the NLDS series. My Redbirds. There you go. I got feelings. If they lose, I'll make fun of you. Well, they got Mikos Mikolas, or whatever his name is, pitching today, so that's a loss. And Fearless Forecaster tomorrow. Oh, fear. Boy, I t- I'm not sure we're going to let him in the building. He That's stinks. Right. He really stinks. Wrapping up today's show for Steve Sell, I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. We'll talk to you tomorrow. According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell was brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, The Fieldhouse Grill and Taps, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. Make sure to listen to According to Jim every weekday from 1230 to 1 p.m. right here on 96.7 FM KBBE.